0: Welcome to Hang Your Hat. This is episode 16, Staycation. School will be back in session soon, but there is still time to squeeze in one more vacation this summer. Whether or not there is money in the budget to take that vacation is another story. If you need a break but don't have the funds to travel, there is an alternative, the Staycation. On today's episode, my husband and I are discussing the advantages and disadvantages of Staycations, as well as some ideas to make your next staycation the best one yet. So grab a drink, pop your feet up by the pool, and enjoy the show. Hi, John.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Thanks for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: We are about to embark on our own staycation um, for this next week, so I thought it would be a good time for us to talk about what we found out, doing a little bit of research and a little bit of thinking together, that would make our staycation really, really good, maybe even better than a traditional vacation where we go out and travel and things like that. Absolutely. So the first thing I thought we should talk about is what a staycation is and why you would want to go on one. Um, So basically a staycation is a vacation that is spent at or near your home rather than traveling. The word staycation has gotten pretty well known since the recession that happened in the late 2000s, starting around 2007. But the word has actually been around a lot longer. It probably originally came from a 1944 article in the Cincinnati Inquirer. Hmm. So, the concept is not new at all, which is not really surprising because Anytime things get a bit tough financially, it makes sense to stay home during your vacation because it's a lot cheaper.
1: And a lot more convenient as well. It doesn't have to be just because of financial hardship. You can also make the decision just because of you know, exploring the different possibilities.
0: But I think cost is probably one of the biggest advantages that staycations offer over a traditional vacation. Um, traditional vacations have a lot of expenses involving travel, food, and hotel costs, Um, the American Automobile Association actually found out that the average North American vacation will cost $244 per day for two people for just their lodging and their meals and their travel. And then if you add some kids and a couple more days on that, that's thousands of dollars.
1: It adds up really quickly.
0: And staycations really don't have that as an issue.
1: Right. Right. You negate a lot of the costs because well, your lodging's taken care of because it's near your home. And travel, you should probably travel around some, but not nearly as much as you would be saying getting out of town, getting back to town. So,
0: right, and, and plane expenses especially really increase the costs of the vacation significantly.
1: Yes, but no, you're absolutely right with uh, travel time, especially when you look at are, are you driving to your destination? Are you flying? Are you taking a bus, train, however you're getting there, you're still spending part of your time on vacation uh, traveling, which traveling is a wonderful thing. I enjoy it. to so no end, but it is also time that truth be told could be spent doing vacation things, seeing sites, uh, actively engaging in activities. I'm not saying it's time wasted, but I'm saying it's time that can be spent differently, especially if you're on a staycation. Uh, the travel time, if you're, you're going to local uh, destinations or places that you want to visit, it should be a lot more negligible than it would be on the front side and tail end of a trip where you, again, spend that time getting to where you're going.
0: And you don't really have to worry about things like your flight being canceled um, if you're traveling locally. It right. just doesn't happen. Yeah. You also can't forget anything when you're traveling from home every day, Um, I mean I guess you can, but you just drive right back home 30 minutes or an hour. Right. And you don't really have to worry about, you get to your destination and you forgot your toothbrush.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Also, everyone gets to stay in their own beds at the end of the day, which I know I prefer.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely.
0: And I think the kids really find that a lot more comforting than staying in a strange bed that they're not really familiar with.
1: Mm-hmm. And also if you have uh, pets, which a lot of people do, pets of different you know, varieties, dogs, cats, uh, hamsters, lizards, snakes, you don't have to kennel them. You don't have to bug one of your friends to come over and look at them. Uh, it just it works out better as far as continuity for the pet and uh, giving them more time with you, ideally. Uh, staycation, you're not going to be constantly in and out. You might spend a little bit of time at the house. And every animal loves that. So fiscally viable and uh, quality time with the animals.
0: It goes a bit further, I think, than just convenience, though. Mm -hmm. You can really develop a deeper appreciation for where you live and the local environment if you explore it more than you might just on a regular, everyday basis. Um, We really don't get to see everything in our local area when you travel all the time. You don't spend that time that you might be doing fun things at home, going somewhere else to do those fun things.
1: Absolutely. And especially when, like me, you've lived in the same place all your life, you kind of turn tend to turn a blind eye towards what could be really unique aspects of where you are. You sort of get lost in the been there, done that mentality. But, you know, as the years go on, you take a second look at some of these things and, wow, they're amazing.
0: We also need to consider just the... The psychological effects of going on a vacation that's very important even if you can't go travel just to take that mental break and when traveling is really not an option due to whatever reason including finances or just not being physically able to travel a vacation is still something that is good for everyone to do on occasion um, and staycations make that possible
1: It is kind of one of the pitfalls of staycations is that you're not removed from your everyday environment. You might not be going to work, but you're also not leaving home the whole time, which can make it a little bit tougher to delineate, am I on vacation or am I simply waiting to go to work the next day? It's a little bit more of a chore.
0: Yeah, I think you really do risk falling into the daily monotony of chores and dishes and taking care of the kids and like the normal daily schedule, even if you're not going to work, kind of the projects and things that are there at home looking at you in the face every day when you wake up and calling your name, um, you risk just falling into that unless you really try quite hard to take that vacation at home.
1: Right. To to make a mental note to I'm not saying that you should put off doing what you need to do. And, you know, it could be part of the preparation for a staycation is taking care of those nagging chores that you've been putting off that you will see, you know, when you wake up and don't have to go to work for a few days. Maybe getting those squared away now not only gets them done, but gives you a a kind of a cleaner mind state.
0: Yeah, it can help you get into that that state of mind that says vacation um, that doesn't say do your chores. (laughs) Exactly. There are some other possible risks of vacation or staycations as well. Um, I know for me, the risk of getting called back into work or being expected to answer emails if something goes wrong is something that I do consider on a staycation where, you know, when we normally go vacationing, I am completely removed. We're in a very remote location generally that doesn't get a lot of um, cell phone service or Wi Fi or anything like that. So mm-hmm. even if my work did want me to, call, to did want to call me back in, they really couldn't easily do it.
1: Right, and again, that's sort of again kind of dovetailing into the disadvantages. Not only dealing with your perception of the time off not being a okay, I'm just going to do chores the whole time, and really making that mental leap of I'm on vacation. It's just that. I'm still in the home, I'm still in the place, I'm still in the environment where I would typically be doing these mundane, monotonous things. It's kind of equally important that, ideally, if you're working in a you know, semi-supportive work environment, like, oh, you're just staying at home, you're just, you know, no, I'm on vacation, but it's a staycation. I'm not going to be available and trying as best you can to sort of, it could, just because if you see coworkers around town, oh, I thought you were out of town on vacation. Well, it's a staycation. You know, that's something that could perceivably blow up in your face and you don't want that to happen. So it's kind of you know, raising awareness of what a staycation is and they might see you around, but you're not to be bothered or ideally should not be.
0: I think it's important to realize that our coworkers appreciate their own vacations, too, and if you can kind of relate that to them in a way that is understandable, that, you know, you don't want to be bothered on your vacation any more than they do, that it's probably something that they would understand.
1: Exactly. They should be sympathetic,
0: too. Right. Mm-hmm. So if the biggest staycation risk is feeling like you're not on vacation, then the way to get over that is to make your staycation feel more like a vacation
1: Exactly. And what are some simple things that you could do to sort of make that time different, to set it apart, if you will?
0: One thing that I think would be good to do is avoid cleaning as much as possible while you're on your staycation, because you generally don't do that while you're on vacation. So to do that, you could clean your house really thoroughly before your your staycation starts. Or if your staycation is not due to financial reasons, you could even hire a maid, to come in either before or even during the staycation to keep your house clean, just like you would at a hotel.
1: Absolutely. And I think this kind of gets back to again entertaining that different mind state where you don't have things that you are going to recognize around the house that sort of nag for your attention. You want to be able to focus on doing what you want to do, enjoying your time off, and not being distracted by things that, while they're important, they're not what you want to focus on right now.
0: So you can do things to make your house feel a bit more special during this vacation, like decorating it specially for the vacation, um, buying extra flowers, or even putting up a silly banner or bunting that says things like, happy vacation! Absolutely.
1: even And don't be afraid of doing something that's silly. There are, you know, look at people on vacation, say, going to a luau, dancing, and grass it Was that something they would ever do at home? No, but it's fun. Why? They're on vacation. That's why it doesn't matter. Do something that's out there. Do something that's just a little bit nuts. Put some balloons on your mailbox so when you start pulling into your house, wait, someone's having a party? No, I'm on vacation and this is awesome.
0: And you can put little reminders around your house to just kind of keep that thought that you're on vacation prominent in your memory at all times, like maybe a little post-it note on your front door that says, remember, you're on vacation, have fun. Exactly. Food is one of the big problems, I think, that people that are on staycations have versus people that are on vacations. When you're on a vacation, you go out, you have your food cooked for you, brought to your table, you don't ever have to worry about it. But if you're at home, especially if you're at a staycation due to financial reasons, food is not coming delivered to your house ready for you you don't have to cook it you're probably going to have to do some cooking
1: if you're able to go out and get food as you would on a vacation you still have an advantage and as much as since you're staying where you live you probably know where the more cost-effective dining areas are and that's great but if not there are other alternatives for you
0: and i think it's worth it to Maybe buy some food that's a bit more special, something that you wouldn't normally buy for your everyday kind of week, for your special vacation food, something that's a bit of a treat. Yeah,
1: Some extra ice cream, some more cookies, your beverage of choice, whatever it may be.
0: So I do think it's a good idea to kind of plan ahead as much as possible with your food, though. If you can, you know, go ahead and and make that food ahead of time before your vacation before your staycation starts, freeze it, put it in the freezer so you can just pop it in the oven when you're ready to eat. And you don't have to do the physical work of making the meal or planning the meal.
1: Right. And in doing that, you're front-loading the work kind of like with the chores, with the things that you know you don't want to have to worry about. Have the food prepared. Try to make it as easy on yourself as possible.
0: Another option is using a food delivery service like Blue Apron or Hello Fresh, I actually think that a staycation is the perfect time to try out one of these services because you have the time to cook. You have the time to really enjoy that process. Absolutely. So I had an idea for our staycation that you thought was a bit silly at first.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: And that was buying a souvenir.
1: It kind of struck me as odd because I've never thought of personally souvenirs. As anything more than something that you would get on vacation to remember that vacation and I kind of caught myself because I've been talking about entertaining the different mind state of being on a staycation and how that's different than a vacation but it occurred to me after to work and presented this that's stupid I no, that's a good idea because you're memorializing the event not so much the location now, I'm not saying that you should go out and get a t-shirt that has your city name on it. If you do, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But more importantly, doing something that will remind you in the future of, oh yeah, remember that week I took off from work and we just did fun stuff around here? This is from that. And that can be a, a very uplifting thing in the future.
0: I think it's really important to treat it like a real vacation, not just the next best thing. And a souvenir kind of encapsulates that real vacation feel. Absolutely. Another thing you can do to kind of get that that mindset again is taking lots of photos. Taking the kind of photos that you would take on a vacation if you went traveling to Spain or France or something. Go ahead and go downtown. Take pictures at that local monument that you've never been to before.
1: Take pictures that you would take with the mindset of a vacation. You want to remember what you're doing forever. You want to take all these photos, weed out the ones that didn't work so well, and even go ahead and put them together in a slideshow that you can annoy your family and friends with for years to come. Look what we did on our awesome staycation. What's a staycation? Well, funny, you should ask, let me show you how amazing it is. Cue the slideshow. It's something that can not only save those memories for you and give you kind of a a walkthrough of what the great things were that you did, but also educate people that might not be as savvy on staycations as you're now becoming.
0: But really, to take those photos and make them meaningful, you have to do some stuff to make those photos special. And we have some great ideas for you on that next. On your staycation, it's really important to do vacation-y type things, and that means going out and having fun and exploring the local environment. And we have some good ideas for some things you can do while you're on your staycation.
1: Mm -hmm. One of them would be finding uh, local springs or swimming holes. Now, Dorkin might have a better handle on this than I do. I'm not sure everybody has natural springs near where they live. But if you do, by all means, go and check them out. They're natural wonders. They're amazing things. We're fortunate to have many of them where we live. But uh, just something to go out and recreate, especially this time of year when temperatures are really high. It's nice to go swim some. So uh, city pools, municipal pools, places where you can go take a dip. If you're near the beach, go to the beach. but just something to go ahead and refresh yourself.
0: Even in places that don't have things like beaches or springs, I'm sure there are still lakes and rivers and just local areas that are probably known to locals that you should ask around about that might be really fun to go to.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I think that's a great idea.
0: Uh, Local and national state parks that might be nearby too that there's a lot near us that we've never explored, as well as local amusement parks, there are plenty that are not Disney, that are still a lot of fun, and are significantly less expensive.
1: And a lot of these can kind of be diamonds in the rough. While they might not have the advertising budget and the presence in the market that Disney does, to be open they have to meet at least minimum safety requirements. So you're probably not risking life and limb you know, going on their typhoon roller coaster or whatever they call it. But a lot of them can be very enjoyable and sometimes uh, places that I've seen in neighboring states the tri-state area if you will can often host a lot of uh, very interesting concerts so if there are any of your favorite bands coming near to town check those out as well.
0: There's a lot of outdoor activities that are available pretty much no matter where you live. Things like hiking or biking. You can also do things like zip lines or rope courses although those might be a little bit harder to find.
1: Ziplines have gotten more popular in the last couple of years, but they're not everywhere yet. Or um, zip zipline courses, which are very enjoyable, not for the faint of heart, uh, but something that would definitely be worth trying out.
0: One outdoor activity that our kids are really looking forward to that we're planning for this staycation is a Pokemon hunt.
1: Yes, using the Pokemon Go app, which is Probably not as uh, big as it was when it first came out, just a little over a year ago, but still a, a very enjoyable uh, application put out by Niantic that is still a lot of fun to play. And since it's based on using, I want to say, Google Earth uh, geometrics, you earn points by walking. The further you walk, uh, the more points you can earn, and the more diff- diverse types of Pokemon you can find
0: and the kids really love it. Ours really, really want to catch them all. And so it's a great way to get them outside and get them active and get them doing something that they really want to do that is also fun for us. It's also good to look for something that's extremely local. If, you're local, if your town has local history tours, They're a great place to go learn more about where you live. We have a local ghost tour that happens every weekend that looks like it might be a lot of fun.
1: Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Maybe not something you want to bring the kids on, you know, with all these things, whether or not you have kids, pay attention to, you know, what the the target ages would be, but local history tours are, if anything else, really educational and can actually be a lot more fun than they might seem on the face.
0: There are a few other things that you can do that you might need to leave the kids at home for. Things like pub crawls or brewery tours. Our local town has just recently started getting into the craft brewery scene and a lot of the local breweries are very excited to show themselves off right now and are willing to give tours pretty much all the time.
1: And while it's on the subject of leaving the kids at home, obviously don't leave your minor children at home by themselves. But since you are at home, ideally it'll be easier to find babysitters than if you were abroad.
0: Possibly even family members if you live close to your family. There you go. There are some local places that you might not initially think about visiting, but may be open to visitors. Definitely ask around about them. We live in a college town and there are a lot of very well-known laboratories that will actually let you go and tour the laboratory and give you a little science lesson in the meantime, which I really love. I think it's a lot of fun. And it's a good way to expose the kids to some background in science and engineering and math that they might not get in school.
1: This is true. And speaking of school, since it is still summer and school is, in most places at least, still out uh, pay attention for local festivals either look in the paper or any websites that you frequent because a lot of them are happening this time of year Uh, kids are out of school a lot of if you live in a college town like we do a lot of the populace is not teaching currently so they're they've got some dial time as well and a lot of cool things can pop up just kind of keep your ear to the ground on that one
0: Not all of those are educational, but I really like the ones that are.
1: Oh yes, and some really good food to be had too.
0: Our kids are actually really looking forward to something that I didn't expect them to, which is going antiquing. Um, Our son is very into older things and was really excited at the idea of going to an antique store and looking for things like old license plate off of old trucks. So we're going to be doing that this coming week as well. There's a lot you can do without leaving your house, too, though. You can work on a project at home, one that you really want to do, preferably, and one that you're really going to enjoy doing, something that feels like a vacation.
1: And this is something that, again, kind of relates back to maintaining the mind state of, I'm on vacation, I'm not just staying at home to get work done. But also... Sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes we have projects that just are there and they're huge. And if this is the case, is kind of a sidebar note to this aspect of the program. If you need to, what might be helpful is if the project is unduly large, like you're putting down flooring currently, that's kind of a big project. It's unavoidable. If you need to, say you have seven days off, you need to put in some time working on the flooring that can't be knocked out before the staycation happens, maybe you should have a five-day staycation. Maybe two of those days need to be dedicated to working on the floor. Not an ideal situation, but again, to kind of make the mental break of, I'm not on vacation, I'm not on staycation, I'm taking time off to get work done. Sort of partitioning your time, jealously guarding the time that you have to treat it as a vacation, knowing that you've set aside time to do the work that you need to do.
0: I think you do need to make sure that you do fun things at home, too, though. One that would be really great during the summer is something like an outdoor water party. Oh, yeah. You know, sprinklers, water balloons. Slip and slides. Messy stuff like shaving cream.
1: Yeah, water gunfights.
0: Yeah, it can be a lot of fun, and the kids like it, and if you're willing to participate, even adults might a You can also do something like a at-home spa day, which my daughter is really looking forward to doing things like homemade scrubs or face washes and things like that to kind of relax and just enjoy the time at home. Yeah,
1: not all of these activities have to be outward bound. You can stay at home and just do things that you enjoy doing to relax around the house. Uh, Having the at-home spa day is an excellent example foot soaks, aromatherapy, uh, face masks, and not have to be out in public, you know, having a green face with cucumbers in your eyes, which is a wonderful thing. Um, but you can also just take some time off. If you have a hammock, set it up out back, read a book. It's a great time to catch up on things that relax you and things that you like doing.
0: Or just do nothing at all. I know that probably sounds a bit boring, but... I know most of us don't have time to just do nothing a lot of the time. And if you're on vacation, staycation or otherwise, taking the time to do nothing is really helpful.
1: Absolutely. It is very helpful and I would say arguably very healthy as well.
0: Thanks for listening to Hang Your Hat. I hope you enjoyed the show and got some good ideas for your next staycation i would love to know what you think about the show. You can let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also contact me by emailing hangyourhatpodcast at gmail.com or via the hangyourhatpodcast.com website contact form. Today's music was by Andy G. Cohen and Dr. Turtle and can be found on the freemusicarchive.org and I will link to it in the show notes. The Hang Your Hat Podcast is a production of jerukincrafts.com. That is G-E-R-W-E-R-K-E-N, crafts.com. You can visit your work in crafts for DIY inspiration, home decor, crafts tutorials, and more.